The Lapsed Traffic Podcast has brought you over 300 shows, driver and media interviews, awesome stories and entertainment, and one of the coolest fantasy leagues around. Get ready for another exciting season. Sit back, relax, and try not to get lapped. Now, here is your host, the Professor. What is up, Lap Traffic Nation? Welcome to episode 324 of the Lap Traffic Podcast. Yes, I am your host, the Professor Brandon Crowd. Hope everyone had a great weekend. Hope everyone's doing well. Great to be back behind the mic. A lot going on over here uh, in terms of why there hasn't been a show in a couple weeks, all that good stuff. If, um, if you've listened to the show over the last seven years, you may have heard me say my real job, the one that pays the bills, is in the mortgage industry. And I've been in the business, you know, over, over 20 years doing a variety of different roles and for the Last 10 to 15 years have been primarily focused in underwriting, on underwriting, which involves, you know, the review of your credit documents to determine your eligibility for the loan. And for the last three years, I've been the director of underwriting for a company. And as some of you probably know, the last year, year and a half has been rough. It's involved pay cuts, unpaid furlough all while working longer hours in some cases, reduced staff. The stress and the uh, mental anxiety has been pretty strong. And fortunately or unfortunately, depending on my mood, I was uh, officially let go on Friday. So there is some relief in that I, I don't have that stress, but obviously the new stress of trying to find something in a very challenging market so I will uh, definitely be looking outside the mortgage industry, which can be an even bigger challenge sometimes, trying to break into something new. Uh, who knows? Maybe I'm just going to go try and be a viral TikTok sensation and try to blow that up and just get paid for views on, you know, stupid shit. I don't know. But uh, that's crossed my mind. I've thought of starting a uh, catering company and or food truck, but obviously need some resources to be able to do that, even though I think I'd be fantastic at it. Anyways, uh, that said... Uh, that's why sometimes there's been some longer breaks without a show than what I would have liked. Just didn't have the time to piece the show together. Uh, the energy, not to mention the little guy soaks up some time and energy as well. Cannot believe he is 20 months. But nevertheless, here we are. I'm excited to have a little distraction tonight. Uh, got the Lions going live, NFL, Monday Night Football. So you guys know I have season tickets for the Lions. And I sold my tickets because I'm like, man... It's a Monday game. It's going to be a late night. I probably wouldn't get home till 1 o'clock in the morning. I didn't want to burn a day off for something like that. So I sold my tickets. Yet, lo and behold, uh, you know, I could have gone down, tailgated, and had a damn good time and not worried about what time I got home because I don't have to wake up in the morning. <laughs> so, but nonetheless, uh, we're going we're gonna to kick back after we get done recording and post the show and uh, watch... Watch the Lions hopefully destroy the Raiders after we got destroyed last week by Baltimore. So we'll we'll see what happens there. Uh, tonight, 
obviously got some NASCAR talk. Going to mix in a little football, of course, with some old friends of the show. So uh, a little hodgepodge of a show kind of just pieced itself together. Uh, Sherwin from formerly uh, PETM, blowing the doors off, uh, who I haven't been talk oh, i haven't been able to talk to on the show in a minute uh gonna chat with him uh for for a while and of course what perfect time but to wrap things up from a forecast perspective that we didn't have too many of this year but we'll bring on brian newdorf aaron studwell get our final race forecast of the year and i'm sure that's where we'll talk some big 10 football some michigan sign stealing and then as per usual close this thing out with some lap traffic fantasy we are down to our final four did yours truly make it to the final four for the first time or did i get bounced per use well you're just gonna have to wait till the end of the show to find that out so uh there's the there's the scoop there's what's been going on i've missed you guys i've missed being here uh i i hope you're still sticking around with the lap traffic podcast from a content perspective and you know hopefully now that I'll have a little bit more free time, I'll be a little bit more active on social media. We've got the giveaway, all that good stuff going on. So there's there's that. All right. Let's get Mr. Andrew Sherwin on the line. All right, Lap Traffic Nation joining me on the line for uh, his 22nd appearance on the show. Longtime friend and fellow podcaster himself. Welcome back, Mr. Andrew Sherwin. Sure. What's up, brother? How are you? 22 times. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a year ago we were saying number two and 22. Or That's right. right. Yeah. Or 22 and 22. Yeah. Yep. I, I can't believe it's been 22 times, but uh, hey, here it is. Um, happy to be here. Thanks, it's man. It's warm for one more day here in sunny middle Georgia now is where I live. Uh, 80 degrees today. It's going to be a high of like 55 tomorrow. Nice. So uh, Friday was like a 75 degree day up here in Metro Detroit. And as you can see by my uh, Berlin Raceway hoodie that I've got on, it's it's obviously turned. And man, I wanted to go to the golf course something fierce Friday afternoon and go grab one last nine for the year. But uh that did that did not happen. So I think the clubs are officially going to be packed away here this weekend. I don't know. You can hold out hope. You know, sometimes y'all don't get a snow until closer to Thanksgiving. That is true. That is true. I tell you, the last couple of years, I don't even think we had snow before Christmas. Uh, but then we, we'll get it deep into March. But, you know, such yeah. such the way the cookie crumbles. Um What's been new, man? Um, you know, I know it's been a minute since you've been, one, on this show, and two, on blowing the doors off. You and Brett going to try to get that thing fired back up next year? I have no idea. Now? Uh, honestly, I haven't spoken to Brett very much. He had a lot lot on his plate when we, uh, we kind of put the NASCAR stuff aside. Um, he hasn't quit doing his hunting stuff, which is cool. Um. But I think it got to be too much, too much, too many non-priority uh, activities. With yeah. uh, you know, he's got a little boy, of course, and he's got a wife, and uh, he's got a brother um, too that's in the picture, um, one way or another. And uh, just got, I think it just got to be where it was just too many things for him. Yeah, yeah, I can. Uh, I mean, uh, I know you can relate. I can relate between. 
the stress of uh, of life, work, uh, kids. You know, yeah, that that can take away from the you know extracurricular free time activities such as NASCAR podcast, and hence. Uh, I started the year, you know, episode uh, 301 or 300, and, you know, normally I'm ripping off 40-some shows a season, and this is uh, show 24 for season seven, so it's definitely been scaled back a little bit. Yeah, well, I can't say that I'm not jealous of the fact that you did make it to 300. That felt like... um that felt like a real precipice of a number to get to the fact that the old PTM left off at 295 is going to be like this little hangnail, right? Hey, just, you know what? For a while. Here's the thing. You never know, right? Like, I mean, you know, the rock and roll bands, they get the band back together. You, you never know. I feel like we could see five more episodes out of PETM at some point, maybe. <laughs> You never know. I mean, I my hasn't the world changed uh, just in a couple of years? You know, I, I kind of I think about that all the time. And um, I think about how willing some of the folks are in the industry were to come on and do a nobody show uh, like ours was. And um, and those people all have their own podcasts now. Yeah. You know, if you think about like the Brett Griffins of the world, probably not too much time for us. Um, I mean, Jeff Gluck probably still would. We went went to so many tweet ups, he'd probably feel Absolutely. like there was yeah. some sort of obligation to to do it. <laughs> uh, only because that's his personality, you know. Sure, sure. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah no, I, everyone's got one now. You know, that's the uh, you know everybody's got one, and you know even. You know, I've seen my numbers decline, and I don't think it's necessarily because of lack of product or quality or anything like that. Just, you know, there's just so many. There's only so much time in the day to, to listen to some. And eventually, at some point, the information will get repetitive. You know, it's just a matter of, of delivery, you know. Yeah, and it's like, okay, why are you listening? Do you want to hear a unique perspective? Do you want to hear the same news repeated over and over and over do you just have a, a reason to listen to a particular group of people talk? Um, or is there something else? Do you add something to the show? I think, you know, that's kind of the way we thought about it then was we're going to bring something a little unique. Mm -hmm. But I don't know how much of that's out there. I, I really don't listen to fan podcasts other than yours. Um, I, I don't know what people are doing. I know there was probably a, a handful of them, a couple handfuls. Yep that I run across every now and again, uh, back in, you know, two, three, four years ago. And some of those faded and some of them didn't, and they became something else or whatever it is. But I mean, you know, when the Dale juniors of the world are doing a podcast three days a week and, yep. you know, door bumper clear and, and now that Denny's online, I mean, I say what you will about him as a racer. Uh, I certainly don't have a lot of nice things to say, but, uh, you know, I do like enjoy, I do enjoy listening to his podcast. Uh, you know, I, I think he's full of himself a lot, but that's okay. Yeah, that's I mean, that's what podcasting is, right? Yeah, you're you're saying my personality is worth listening to. That's right. It's an ego. So there's boost. a certain amount of narcissism that's associated <laughs> with. <laughs> Absolutely, you got it. Um, well, listen. Before we get into to NASCAR talk, uh, you know we're both big football fans, so we can uh, take a few minutes there. Uh, our my Detroit Lions, uh, you know, had had some fun with the Atlanta Falcons a couple weeks ago. Uh, Atlanta's 
I, I feel like they're making the turn a little bit. Um, you know, they they drafted pretty well this year. I know the they drafted, I think it was right before the Lions, and they took the uh, one defensive guy that I thought the Lions were going to go after. So I know there's they're, they're, they're trying to become the old Atlanta. We'll see. I don't know. And I, it's hard to say now, looking back, what the old Atlanta really was. It was a bad defense that was uh, had an overwhelming offense. Um, I, I don't know. They sat the quarterback. Uh, I don't know how much of the second half, but they, uh, they, they brought in the backup, and he's let them to, I don't know, 17 points or something. Still lose, but yeah, you know, I, mean, I don't know, man. It's... I, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not, <laughs> I, I'm not sure. I, I think I, I, the more time goes on with this whole NFL thing, the more I subscribe to the idea that, yeah, there are 32 quarterbacks that lace up the boots every Sunday, but there's only about maybe 12 of them that are worth a damn. Sure. Well, you know, they always say, you know, the uh, you know we'll, we'll make the NASCAR parallel, you know, 36 of the best in the world. Is it? <laughs> no wonder. I have a little more faith uh, that that they might have the best twenty-two to twenty-six quarterbacks right on the planet, uh, at least mentally and physically. The tools, uh, those those two tools together. Yeah, um, NASCAR is always going to leave a back door open for uh, the the money side of things. Absolutely, and, and the right relationship with the corporate sponsor or or doesn't or I mean, a daddy's money isn't really happening at the cup level no i'm not uh, sure paul menard maybe or somebody like that yeah maybe yeah <laughs> um you could you could argue cole custer though i'm you know i'm not gonna sit here and poo poo what he's doing Mm-mm. um just because of who his dad is but you know if gene haas had a kid maybe you could talk sure some that effect but at the cup level i don't think i think you have the probably the 26 27 best stock car racers on the planet yep um, are they the best racers? No. Yeah. Uh, are they the best American racers? No. You know, it, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, a lot of these people aren't going to get shots based on, on what we've seen. And all you gotta do is pay a little bit of attention to what goes on behind the scenes and you see it, uh, hint, hint, Haley Deegan. <laughs> uh, and, you know, and, and, and not to pick on her either. Cause you know what? Hey, if we all had that, if we had that Avenue, if we had that path, if we had that, road paved in front of us we would absolutely every one of us would walk down it absolutely no doubt about it no doubt about it um all right well you know we are wrapping up the 2023 season this uh this weekend at phoenix which is crazy to think about another season in the books it always feels like daytona was just like last weekend and you know three seasons of uh weather will turn upon us and we'll wrap things up here this weekend it's it, it it's very crazy how fast you know 36 weeks you know uh, 38 39 depending on off the off weeks and all of that but um let's let's talk about the truck series a little bit kind of a a, a different group couple guys not racing for the final uh for the championship that i thought would be in there we got Corey heim carson hosevar uh, ben Rhodes, Grant Enfinger running for the championship. Uh, I'm very surprised that Zane Smith uh, did not make that group. I'm surprised Christian Eckes didn't get into the uh, to the final four there. But um, 
Nonetheless, uh, we we all know what we can expect if Ben Rhodes. Uh, I mean, he gave us a Brad Keselowski-esque type championship interview uh, a couple years ago when he ran, and I'd be okay with uh, version 2.0 of a Ben Rhodes celebration. I Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, it's already been mentioned this week on some of the stuff I listened to, and I, I would agree. I mean, I don't know how you could not have fun with that. I mean, especially given the uh, – Given the fact that Ben's probably as far up the ladder as he's going to go, um, that that that's as much. I mean, you're supposed to have fun. Yes. Like, yes. you know, you can have fun whatever way you want to do it. You could say, "Oh, well, that's not really cool." He did all those interviews when he was drinking, and it's like, okay, well, then don't have your kids watch, or exactly. if you don't like if you don't like drinking, then just don't watch it, or whatever it is. I mean, like, you know, hey. I, I, I'm a relatively newcomer to this whole not drinking world, but I don't, I still think it's hilarious. Sure. Yeah. How else would you want somebody to celebrate who's from Louisville, Kentucky? Right. <laughs> it's like the wettest place on earth. <laughs> now from a, a, uh, a if, if I had to quote unquote, pick a Homer driver out of that group, it would be, uh, I mean, well, obvi- all, all four of those guys have been on the show at some point, but, uh, Grant Enfinger has, uh, I would say become quote unquote, a friend of the show. Uh, you know, been on quite a few times, have had a couple text message exchanges with him. Uh, I love Grant. I think he's a great dude. Um, you know, I'd love to see him go out, pull this thing off on top of the fact, you know, we're losing that team, uh, GMS that he's racing for a longtime truck series team, uh, is, is calling it quits after the end of the year. You know, this is a team that we saw try to expand in other series, not that long ago. And, you know, here they are, you know, going to be closing the doors. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, that's that's where Chase Elliott raised a truck. That's where he raced an Xfinity car a couple times, you know, when he wasn't racing junior stuff. So, yeah, I don't, that's a that's a bummer to to see a team like that that seemingly had a lot of strength to go away. Makes you wonder. It. it I mean, when you start to understand the financial side of anything, you want to go. Okay, where do these pieces? You know, what's the missing piece? Is it is it the passion? Yep. Is, uh, hey, we're broke. This this didn't do didn't what work. we thought it was going to do. Or, yep. I, I got a feeling like for a lot of these guys, it's not the being broke part. Um, it's got to be that somewhere along the way, the uh, the amount of effort and energy input did not match the enjoyment. Yeah, Absolutely. You know, because I would think they'd still be able to bring in sponsors. I, I think Grant Enfinger would, would strap into the car next year, you know, given the opportunity to do so. So, um, yeah, I, I don't disagree with you at all there. That's that's for sure. Um, let's see. Uh, Matt Benedetto uh, is an interesting story to talk about in the truck series. You know, here's, you know, a, a guy that, you know, left the Cup Series Went down to the truck series, second year with uh, Rackley Ware Racing, and, you know, had a significant, had a, we'll say statistically better season year two than year one, made the playoffs, uh, did not make it into the second round of the playoffs, and... You know, we're, we're going to talk about it here when we talk about in the Xfinity series in a little bit in terms of Sheldon Creed and RCR. 
Uh, but things seem to get, uh, what do you want to, a Ron Burgundy that escalated quickly with uh, Rackley Ware Racing, Matty D not even letting him finish the rest of the season. Yeah, they took their football and went home. Yeah, I think one of the issues with Matt is um, I think he probably did not communicate very well when he was just sort of unhappy. And it would boil over for him. Yeah. And I imagine it's at least some of the communications that I read or heard or whatever, it was just uh, his way of, I don't know, getting excited, getting pumped up, telling the team that they weren't doing the things that he needed. Uh, probably just finally kicked the, uh, <laughs> kicked the whole teapot over. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, it's definitely interesting. Curious to see where, where Matty D gets arrived. I've always liked him. I've always been a big fan of his, um, I know there's been a lot of people that have left the Matty D bandwagon train, but, uh, you know, I always liked his personality. He was always willing to come on the show and, uh, you know, opened up. You know, I, I never had to worry about the type of questions that I asked him or anything like that. It was always pretty uh, transparent. So I, 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 I grew a, a, fond, a fondness of Matty D. So I, I'm very curious and uh, excited to see, you know, what the na- next chapter for him will be. Um, Sherwin, uh, we were both talking before we, we we hit record in terms of, man, we didn't watch nearly as much truck racing as we normally do. You know, you, a couple of years back, you and I'd be sitting out there. Uh, I'd be up here in Michigan. You'd be down there in Georgia, and we'd be live tweeting Friday night till, you know, midnight, whatever the case may be, on a Friday night truck race. And uh, didn't, didn't take in as many truck races as I normally would like to, but, um, you know, from what you did see or what you've seen points-wise, standings-wise, anything stick out to you on somebody, boom or bust, either way? Um, it's hard to ignore the lack of success by the 13 mm. mm-hmm. and how that translates into the next level. Although, you know what? You listen to the people that have driven all these different types of platforms, and they say that, you know, while we're going to watch Hosevar go directly from trucks essentially to cup, that there's something about the Xfinity car that may suit some drivers' uh, skill sets better. So I don't know. I mean, you look at the Xfinity series, you see, you see a significant jump in professionalism. Sure, sure. Uh, for what you're seeing in the truck series, and I, I, I wonder how much of that is just ebb and flow over time and how much of it is okay is the trucks really has it dwindled itself down to just being a handful of veterans out there you know babysitting somebody else's kids oh, wow yeah i mean we we've, we've seen that uh you know but hell i mean wasn't it a couple weeks ago we saw a big brawl in the xfinity series though too i mean it's uh I guess it just depends what type of the year, what what type of year it is, you know, in terms of where people are at is, and you know, the playoffs obviously I think have have created, you know, obviously by design this type of drama, you know. Hence, again, what we're going to get to here in a little bit, um, in terms of teammates going after each other, you know, because hey, you know, it's it, it's it's an individual first sport, you know, and and it's teammate second. You know, I, I, I don't think anybody would argue that that take there. 
I, I don't think anybody would either. And at the end of the day, if if you can honestly sit in your chair, your couch, your garage, wherever you're watching a race, and you um, if your driver's not in it but his teammate is or her teammate is, and you can sit there and say, I would rather XYZ's teammate win. I hope my driver does their best to be a good teammate in this race. If you can sit there and say that, then I will listen to the criticism that you have about any of these moments that take place between supposed teammates. Because at the end of the day, if you're not in the Cup Series, and even if you are, um, it's a it's a, it's a one man show and and or a one woman show, and a win matters more than anything. Like it doesn't. I mean, you may already have a predictable path. You may have a path that maybe one win, two wins is is enough. You might be sitting dangling on a precipice that we don't even know about. You know, there's a couple of sponsors that are either waiting in the wings to put their foot in, or there's a couple of sponsors looking to haul for somebody else. And it, one little win could get them just enough exposure to push their marketing department over the edge to say, yep, let's go ahead and write that check. Absolutely. For next year. And Absolutely. so if you think for a minute – that that this is a team sport yeah it's a team sport between the crew chief the car chief and the guys over the wall um you know and 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 ultimately all of them have to answer to whoever owns the car but it's not a team sport no no uh monday monday to thursday whenever the haulers pull in to whatever they pull out that's that's the uh, start and end spot of a team sport with NASCAR, well, I feel like. I mean, look at how much energy and momentum and positivity and then and resulting negativity is generated by the Ryder Cup, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, I've long said for, for a while now that, that golf is the most similar thing to NASCAR if you take the actual activity out of of the equation the way the sponsorship works uh, and all the, and the individual nature of the game and and things like that um you know it, it there's still pieces of the puzzle that come that come with right yeah uh, a, a golfer for instance doesn't necessarily get to pick who makes his clubs um yeah. that's a big deal for tiger tiger had a big slump when he went to nike sticks everybody knows that now look the looks back he left titleist because Nike wanted to get into making sticks. Well, guess what? Nike doesn't make sticks anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yep. and so that you could consider that to be the car, right? If you don't have good sticks, you're probably not going to run. You're probably not going to play well. Just like if you don't have a good car, you're not going to run well. But, you know, it, there's a lot of energy behind the Ryder Cup because it's the first time we get to see all the superstars play on some kind of a team. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We don't really. There's no way to make that happen in a race. He or she who crosses the finish line first is the winner. That's it. Yep. No. That's that's a that's a great analogy. Uh, great way to put it there. Um, let's talk about the Xfinity Series here for a minute. We got Sam Mayer, Justin Allgaier, John Hunter Nemechek, Cole Custer racing for the championship on Saturday, and I I mean Justin Allgaier is just just does what Justin Allgaier does. You know, he's he's going to get you two, three wins a season, and depending on how the playoffs shape up, he, he's good possibility he's going to be there in the Final Four. Uh, here he is again. You know, Allgaier and Cole Custer are two kind of unique 
beasts, if you will, in this in this equation, which is going to make it fun to watch in that both of these guys, you know, were in the Xfinity series. Both moved up to the Cup Series, both back to the Xfinity Series. Allgaier obviously been back in the Xfinity Series a lot longer than Cole Custer has. Um, you know, both of these guys have contended for championships in this series before. Um, you know, you got John Hunter Nemechek, who just had a dominating year. And then I feel like there's Sam Mayer to the side. Um, you know, so for me, you know, Cole Custer started out this season very lackluster. I've, I've said it before on the show, which, you know, you got to think, man, I, you know, I just got demoted basically. And then the season started off just brutal for him. And, you know, he, he's persevered and, and back here going to compete for an Xfinity championship. So it's, it's been an interesting Xfinity series uh, season as far as where we're at right now to go and crown this thing. Yeah, I think, you know, here here's some sort of adjacent conversation to what we were just talking about in trucks is that maybe Elliot Sadler would would be a place where you go stick a, a flagpole in the timeline of NASCAR when when the veteran place to go um, go run for a while if you're not done racing isn't the truck series anymore. It's the Xfinity series um, that feels absolutely like Algar and it feels somewhat unique to Algar. Um, and to your point though, Algar is Mr. Consistency, uh, when it comes to, I'm going to get you two or three and I'm going to be there always. Yep. I'm always gonna be there. Yep. Matter of fact, the reasons why he's not there are typically due to his own teammates Yeah. Yeah. or, you know, or of his own doing with one of his teammates. Um, so yeah, I know Cole's a, is kind of an interesting situation. I, I would have thought coming into this year that that Cole probably needed to have, you know, a, a, a Nemechek type season to to get back out of the Xfinity series. Mm -hmm. And I think it, it appears at least that, that that's true. Uh I mean there's a Stuart Haas car sitting over there and there's rumors flying about who's in it and it's the rumors aren't about Cole Custer getting in it. No. Nope. Um you know, maybe it's not even rumor. Maybe it's already fit for print. But um, just think about a driver who may have got tossed out of his ride earlier the year for some social media mishaps, and you <laughs> can probably, probably can hover around the right spot. Right, right. Um, but yeah, I don't. Um, I, I I think at least um, as far as the race goes, uh, I, I think I think it's going to be fun. Yes. I think you're going to have somebody who's lightning fast with uh i don't know a little predilection for making a mistake or two in nema check um custer's a lot more calculated Algier is as calculated as it gets until you piss him off <laughs> yes sir allgaier has got the magic juju when it comes to phoenix yeah so somebody, they're gonna have to show up with cars that are are tenths better than him over the entire run mm-hmm uh, in order for them to beat him there. I agree. I agree. Um, all right. Let's talk about, you know, Sheldon Creed, RCR, uh, the whole incident, you know, the the uh, battle between him, Austin Hill, on the track, teammates both racing for a spot in the Final Four, both basically in must-win situations to advance. Um, you know, we, we know Sheldon Creed is is leaving RCR at the end of the year. Austin Hill 
uh, I believe he's either re-signed or is coming back, uh, you know, in, to, to RCR. Um, and then after the race, you had Andy Petrie come up to, to Sheldon Creed. What's, what's your whole take on the situation there? I think the situation is that Creed, anytime you want to leave RCR, it seems to be a problem. Um, yeah. And I don't necessarily mind RCR for being like that. Um, you know, Richard's always been Richard. Richard is what he is. Yeah. Right. You should know that by now. If you're Austin Creed or uh, yeah, if you're Creed, you know, Sheldon Creed, you should know that going in that you're getting in bed with Richard Childress racing. You, you know, there's there's a little bit of that old school mentality that maybe doesn't exist at other race teams. Mm hmm. They're like, this is family until you tell us you're out, and then you're not family anymore. Yeah. And I don't know how much to read into that, who's getting the better cars and who's getting glad-handed in front of that. I mean, Creed kind of spoke to some of that about Austin Hill. I'll say this from a personal perspective. Austin Hill was uh, was very gracious enough to join the PETM podcast probably six or seven years ago when he was still running a partial schedule in trucks. So as a fan, I always root for his success. Um, I think at the end of the day, that race was for what it was going to be with a, you know, a restart with everything on the line. I don't know what could have been a whole lot different. Right. I don't think Reed really raced him all that bad. I think um, we won't have SMT data to ever look at uh, with the Xfinity series because they just don't have it. Um. You know, they have GPS, which can only tell you the speed of the car. It can't tell you everything else that's going on in there. Austin feels like he got brake checked, and that blew his motor up, and, and so he's pissed off. Okay, good, you know. I mean, uh, he talked a long time on Dale Jr.'s show about how he didn't really like the kind of person that he was in the moment where he smacked around the, who was it, uh, what was it, Matt or Myatt? Oh, Myatt Snyder? Snyder, the other one. Yeah. Uh, was who, who was it? Talk. I'll, it, I'll, I'll Google it. Yeah, it, it doesn't really matter, but he knocked the hell out of him. <laughs> the hit hurt him. Of course, Austin Hill's a oh, big Oh, it was Myatt Snyder. It was Myatt Snyder. It was Myatt Snyder. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So that's interesting that he was sort of in the middle of some of that yesterday but or Saturday. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think you're going to have this with teammates, particularly in, in – series outside of cup where it's like okay you've made it home when you're at cup especially if both drivers are under contract right you know this isn't really one of those kind of deals well this is already a situation where creed says he's gone and austin hill has signed a three-year deal that probably leads to cup okay so creed's got to go find something for him now how long has it been in the works that he's going to gibbs we don't know does it matter not really um you know but that you could understand that if RCR was going to, let's say you only had one like super chassis or one supercar in your stable, right. who's getting the car? Of it's course. going to be often. Yep. It's business at yes. the end of the day, business. And the same thing with Creed. If he looks at it and says, I'm not getting the best stuff, I'm never getting the best stuff, I'm going to leave. Okay, good. Good. Good on you for recognizing that. Find you a better place to be. Um, so I don't know. I don't think the fallout will be too bad on this. Uh, no. I really 
be next year if they tangle up a little bit when they're <laughs> absolutely. You know it. Yeah. No. I. I. I mean, I, to me, that was one. It, one. It's racing. It's Martinsville. Uh, not to mention, I, I, it's by design. You've got Martinsville as your cutoff race before the Final Four and the championship. You know, I mean, that's that's what NASCAR wants is that kind of stuff. You know, that it's creating the drama, it's creating the views, it's creating the must-win situations. Like, I mean, that's what this playoff for. And I, again, I'm not complaining about it. I don't want it to come off like that. I I personally enjoy the these 10 races in this format i i enjoy it um you know so from from that regard i mean that's that's what they've created it's what they've manifested so you know but again it's it's racing yeah. when it boils down to it i agree with you 100 percent. i think the fact that the nascar you know circled martinsville as a cutoff race just I think it speaks volumes about their commitment to this style of playoff mm -hmm. saying, OK, well, you know what? There are some things that we can manufacture and there's things that are completely out of our control. However, if we put a super speedway race or if we put a Martinsville as a cutoff race, guaranteed some shit's going down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Guaranteed. Yep. No <laughs> doubt about it. No doubt about it. Um, all right, Cup Series, Blaney, Bell, Larson, Byron, uh, you know, maybe a, a unique Champ 4 uh, setup here. Uh, you know, we have the possibility of a first-time champ. There's no Denny Hamlin. I know Andrew Kansian's very excited about that. Uh, there's no Chase Elliott. I know you're bummed about that. There's, you know, we don't have Logano defending. No Martin Truex Jr., no Kyle Busch. I mean, there's... There's a lot of absent names uh, from our final four. And looking at things, though, this should be a very competitive uh, race to the championship. Byron won the spring race. Blaney finished second last fall. Larson's got a win there. Bell's got a couple top tens. You know, so all things considering, it should be competitive and it should be a damn good cup race on Sunday. Uh, you know, Larson obviously is is a respected name. Bell, you know, it's just not the big names that I guess we're maybe accustomed to seeing there racing for it at the end. Yeah, I think maybe this is, I, I, you know, far be it for me to put superlatives on anything. I think this may be the probably the championship year where people take a look around and go, yeah, you know, one thing this format does do is it, it allows some – it allows some younger people to get in the mix and, and go on little mini hot streaks. Hashtag Chris Buescher. And get their way, you know, and get their way, you know, all the way to the, to the race that matters the most. And you know what, if you think about playoffs and I wanted to kind of couple these two together, because if you think about this, as we look back over time and we romanticize sports that way, right? It's hard to analyze it in the moment. It's easy to romanticize looking back. Would we have would it would it matter to say things like Dan Marino's the best quarterback to never win a Super Bowl if it weren't for the NFL playoffs? You know, if yeah. we didn't have if we didn't have the playoffs, could John Elway have ended his career with back to back Super Bowls? You know, and 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 would he, and if he had not done that, would he be the best quarterback that never won a Super Bowl? You know what I mean? Like, yep. we'll we'll look back on this, and there'll be somebody. 
you know, in this case, it's it, it all signs are pointing to Hamlin, best racer to never win a title. Well, he kind of already has that. Um, you know, he's got 20 more wins than than Mark Martin. Um, you know, there, there's there's probably, you know, this format is going to lend itself to this. Sure. Um, oh, by the way, this is the youngest average age Final Four that we've had yet. Now, we've only been doing this, what, some semblance of this since 14. 2004, but in the current format, what, since 2017? 14. 14. Okay, so 10 years. Yeah. Where this uh, the 11th, or yeah, this is the 10th year we've done it. Okay, yep. so it's not been around, it's not brand new yesterday, but we had not made it to middle school yet. Sure. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. it Oh, it, it goes to the bathroom and 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 eat and feeds itself and does its homework by itself. Yeah, for the most, yeah, for the most. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's a great analogy. Um, all right, well let's uh, let let's wrap with this. Let's let's make some uh, some champ picks here. Uh, truck series, man. Who do you got? Um. Golly, I don't. It, it's hard not to just pick as a fan. Sure. Um, I really, I really like that Hosevar was able to sort of figure out what it was that was kind of going my, and going screwy in his mind. Uh, you know, in terms of all the trouble that he managed to get in, and he stayed fast. Yeah. That doesn't that doesn't seem to be a, a skill set a lot of drivers have is to calm down and stay fast. I like um, that. So I, I think I think I like Hosevar. I, I mean, I like Nice Motorsports for because of Ross, right? Sure. I would have never known who they were without Ross. Yeah, um, they seem to be a, a good group of folks. That, uh, but you know what? Um, I thought Corey Heim was in position to be the next guy probably three years ago. Okay, or three or four years. ago. Wasn't he racing Brad's truck? Oh, back and when it was, uh, was it? Yeah, well, that folded what 2017, 2018? Yeah, so that's yeah. been a minute. Yeah. Um, to your point, Grant Infinger is a great ambassador for the sport and a great ambassador for the series, and he's uh, he's a good old Alabama boy, a little bit of a lisp. He's a nice guy, you know. He just kind of goes about his business. He doesn't mm -hmm. ruffle feathers, um, you know. I it, it I. It, for once, I'm excited to just watch it and see what happens. Uh, I, I hope what happens is that two of these four guys are are not bound by the restrictions of a green-white checker finish, but are still beating and banging for the win. Sure. Sure. I love that. All right. Uh, I am going to go with Grant Enfinger. Uh, that's uh, my, my pick there. Just homering out. Love to see him get it done. Uh, all right, cup, or not cup, Xfinity Series. We've got uh, Meyer, uh, Mayor, Allgaier, Custer, John Hunter. Who do you who are you thinking there? I, until somebody shows up and, and proves they can beat Allgaier, I think it's his to lose. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I've rolled. I, I rolled with him for the in, for for a good chunk of lap traffic fantasy. So I am going to go with John Hunter Nemechek. Uh, I think it's uh, he's, he's had a hell of a season, and I think he's he's got the potential there. Um, all right, the Cup Series. Who who do you think is going to walk away with it? 
Well, uh, the only piece of Wood Brothers attire that I own, I bought because Ryan Blaney started driving the 21. So to say I'm a Ryan Blaney fan is a, a, probably a mild understatement. So I think I'll just I'll just go as a fan. I'm going to root as a fan for like Ryan. That. Plus, I mean, stats wise, I mean, you could argue one way or the other. You could study all you want to study, but there's only one person that knows for sure whether or not he was faster than Joey Logano last year, and that's Blaney. <laughs> I believe he was. I love it. Uh, I'm torn. I'm between I'm between Blaney and Larson. Uh, I'd like to see Blaney get it. Uh, you know, get get that first get that first championship, kind of cement that Hall of Fame career there. Uh, so I'll, I'll I'll roll with Blaney as well. Oh, alrighty, sir. Well, listen, man. Where uh, you know are you, are you still rolling out there on social media? Or you kind of got that to a close. <laughs> I am completely absent from right? social. Right, as I say, radio silent. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure what to say about that. Yeah, uh, it's all right. It's been, it's been healthy in a lot of ways. Yeah, um, but at the same time, it's like you know, you you miss some of the things along the way. I don't know how much you miss versus what you gain by having it. Yeah, it can be misused, which is the reason why I don't have it sure. right now. Um, and I'm better for that piece of it. At least the. Uh, uh, the the awareness yep. that you know sometimes you really ought to just be yourself and not worry about what somebody else's feedback about what you have to say whether it's funny or stupid or mean yeah yeah no I hear you I hear you uh, well hey you'll you'll know where to find this so that's that's good uh, Sherwin man uh, I mean hell this is almost forty minutes that's that was awesome enjoyed the conversation glad catching back up with you and uh, look forward to talking with you soon brother. Yeah, absolutely. Enjoyed it. Thanks. Thanks, man. Well, great talking to Andrew Sherwin there. Always love catching up with him. Been a, been a great friend uh, since we pretty much fired this thing back up uh, back in 2017, seven seasons ago. Um, all right. Well, now uh, you hear a little John Cena music, which I hope I don't get in trouble for playing that. Uh, I, I, I kicked it out to you guys to see who you guys think your champ is and the champs are going to be here on Sunday. So let's get to some of your guys's calls to see who you think it's going to be bringing home some hardware trophy hunt or no, what it, uh, oh, what are they hardware hunting, whatever call it racing says? I'm drawing a blank on it. Uh, Alex at Alex Raleigh Nines got Blaney, Sam Meyer, Carson Hosevar, Braden at the Braden underscore has Blaney, all guy and Rhodes. Austin at AK Cook 3's got Byron Allgaier and Hosevar. Patty at PJ Coy's got Blaney, Custer, and Rhodes. Scott at 1985 Wagner's got Byron, Meyer, and Heim. Sweet Carolina at Farm Life of Five has Byron, Allgaier, and Hosevar. Jacob at JC Miles 510 has Blaney, Meyer, and Hosevar. Rob at Rob Hardy's got Byron, Allgaier, and Heim. Fritz at Fritz9824 has Byron Allgaier and Enfinger. There's one for Enfinger. Uh, SC at GoFastTroy has Blaney, John Hunter, and Corey Heim. 
Matt at CH9 SC Fan has Byron Custer and Hosevar. There's one for Custer. Uh, Camper at Camper News Net. Byron, John Hunter, Corey Heim, uh, Mike at Mike uh, 5054-5628. You're just missing a niner in there. Uh, has Byron, Meyer, and Hosevar. Uh, Jennifer at Jennifer Leaning's got Bla- Blaney Custer. And uh, she forgot to send a truck pick in, but that's okay. Uh, you heard Sherwin. He's got uh, Hosevar and uh, Allgaier and Blaney. And, you know, I for, uh, Homer picks this part here. I've got Endfinger. Uh, I mean, for cup side of things, I've, John Hunter deserves it. Allgaier would be the story. Uh, you know, Custer would be another story. What a bounce back. You know, there, there's a lot of great storylines, as we talked a few minutes ago, coming out of the Xfinity series. No doubt about that. Uh, I mean, everybody was either Blaney or Byron. Uh, you know, I mean, Blaney I'd be cool with. Uh, you know, uh, something tells me maybe Larson, but uh, we we shall see. So uh, thanks for sending in your picks. I definitely appreciate that. We'll have some more listener interaction. Hell, we might even do a listener call-in show or two now that uh, – you guys all know I've got some time on my hands, so uh, we'll, we'll we'll see what we can we can strike up here over the next couple of weeks as as things wrap up. Uh, definitely going to be looking forward to uh, getting the legendary Jeff Striegel on for our regular season wrap up as we're known to do. Uh, but that said, you know, check out the website, the lap traffic podcast.com, Facebook, the lap traffic podcast, TikTok, Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, all that lap traffic PC go follow on TikTok. Uh, I've done videos in the past and who knows, uh, you know, you might see some of me, you might see some spoofs, you might see some of Alden, who knows? We, uh, we might fire that thing up just to stay sane, uh, while we're, we're, uh, not trophy hunting over here. We're job hunting over here. So uh, that's uh, go go check that out. And don't forget about the giveaway. I'm gonna pick the winner after the Xfinity Series race. It's got a Kevin Harvick 124 diecast, brand new in the box. Some NBC swag, some lap traffic swag. It's a jammed pack prize pack. Ooh, man, I did that in one take. Go check that out. Tell your friends. Follow. Retweet. All of that good stuff. All right. Let's see what kind of shenanigans uh, the legendary Brian Newdorf and Aaron Studwell and I can get into. Shall we? All right. Lapped Traffic Nation. Very excited to have these two fine gentlemen on with me here as we wrap up the 2023 season here this weekend at Phoenix. Uh, we, we had to squeeze in one last weather forecast. So joining me on the line, the legendary Brian Newdorf and Aaron Studwell. Gentlemen, how are you? I'm doing well yourself. Excellent. What, what podcast is this again? This is the uh, <laughs> <laughs> This is the Just, ask I need to make sure. I, 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 you, you sound familiar. I don't know if we have I have I talked to you before? It's been a minute. It's a ple- you know, I'm a, it's a pleasure. I'm a big fan. Pleasure to be on for the first time. Glad to have you on. First time, long time, right? <laughs> exactly. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Well, welcome back, guys. Yes, it's it's been a minute. Uh, glad to have you guys on to uh, wrap things up and put a neat little bow on things. But before we get into it, uh, from a, a racing and, and weather perspective, uh, I, I prefaced it at the start of the show in that there was definitely going to be some football talk, and uh, we'll, we'll kick things off um, with... 
some football, some Big Ten football. Michigan, um, Aaron's alma mater. Uh, I'm a Walmart Michigan fan, and Brian uh, is Purdue uh, alma mater. So yeah, I'm the only one that can't say alma mater to either of these two schools. Uh, a, a rematch from the Big Ten championship game where I, <laughs> where I met Brian for the first time in yes. person, which was awesome. And, you know, I mean, aside from uh, sign stealing, uh, you know, it should be a great matchup coming up this weekend. Hey, eh, boys. <laughs> well, I mean, I have I'm my my expectations is uh, very low. So, you know, hey, um, I mean, we didn't have to we don't have to cheat to be two and six right now. So uh, <laughs> if you, you might want to increase the uh, scouting budget a little bit. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, at, at this point, what does it matter? You know, I mean, listen, I'm going to just put it this way. Like Harbaugh's not likable to begin with, but he doesn't really help himself out at all anyway. You know, no, so, he um, it's it's a uh, it, I the, mean, the local the local radio sports radio here in Metro Detroit has been uh, obviously all uh, all hands on Michigan football. Uh, our top, uh, you'd call it sports talk uh, program is two to six on ninety-seven-one with uh, Valeni, and Valeni's a Michigan State alum guy. He's a Michigan State guy. Uh, I love listening to him because when he gives credit, you know, you you know it's legit. And that you know he's talked about Michigan. You're going to the national championship game all year. You know, and so the fact now that we're we're getting a little heat from him, which is which is well deserved, I would say, in terms of here's the thing. We probably didn't even need to to do any of this and we'd still probably be as dominant. I don't know, Aaron, you could probably talk a little better to that than I could. But uh, it's it's just it's an unfortunate time uh, for this to be popping up when, you know, we could be, you know scot-free you know and, and and on our way to a championship the the thing that's i want to hold off i hate to say hold off on because i want to continue to talk about this everything we don't have anything official True. everything's been rumors and innuendos we saw a guy in the stands wearing a michigan jacket holding an iphone i you know it i have nobody seen the budgets nobody we've got reports that also, my understanding is that the guy who's leading this for the NCAA has got a hard on for uh, Harbaugh. Yeah, hey, you, you can you can you can trade you can trademark that. He's got a hard on for Harbaugh. I like that. That should yeah. be that should be on a T-shirt this week. <laughs> like no doubt about that. Like he impacted supposedly the Michigan job. I mean, this guy's had he's got his hand in the cookie jar across college football, the NFL, baseball. Um, yeah, he's he he throws his uh, his weight around, that's for sure. I can't think of his and, name, but they were talking about it uh, yeah, on one of the John other. John Bacon was talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Like, this guy just, yeah, he's, he's. And here's the two things I want to go to. The fact that other college coaches are generally defending him. Yeah. It means it's not uncommon. Well, I don't think anybody else wants to get busted, you know. So they're no. just gonna be like, no. you know, I think, uh, you know, it's 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 it is what it is. I've got no comment. We're getting the the no comment a lot too. 
Yes. So. And the other one is, and I hate to quote Pat McAfee, but I will. I and I'm not Pat wearing a, McAfee. And I'm not wearing a tank. And I'm not wearing a tank top. Okay, good. <laughs> um, if you didn't know it was illegal before. If you didn't know it was illegal before or against the rules before, you can't complain about it now. Yeah, I yeah. honestly had no clue that you could that a, you couldn't go sit in the stands and scout a game because honestly, you're going to get a better you're going to get a, two things. You're going to get a better view watching it on TV, and then you're going to get their all 22 footage anyway. Yeah. I don't understand if this was a thing, why was it necessary? Right. I mean, I, I I'm back and forth. Like, I mean, I, I think most of these programs have a big enough budget. I get maybe some of your division twos don't, uh, maybe your lower T like maybe Illinois, maybe, uh, Indiana. Cause they're more focused on basketball, you know, like, I mean, all of these schools have a surplus. They're not operating at a deficit. You know, to me, it's like, you know, this is, you know, we're, 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 we're talking big boy stuff here, you know, like, there, you know, yeah. there's, you don't need to, you didn't need to go to a game. No, I hope I don't get in trouble. I don't think they'll put the camera on me if I'm at the Liberty ODU game in a few weeks. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't wear a, don't wear a Michigan coat. Yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, could they have been a little smarter or a little bit more discreet about how they went about it? Probably. But maybe the fact that they didn't really thought. Maybe they didn't think they were doing anything wrong. I don't know. Brian, you've been too know. quiet too long. <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't, I didn't want to interrupt. I mean, I haven't, I'm not as, inversed, or as or immersed into this whole discussion. You know, I've heard the rumors and stuff like that. Like, I love the idea that if that TCU knew about this and then they had dummy signals and that's, I don't know. I, I do like, I, said, but I do like that as well. I do have to admit it liking that as well. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, if that's the case, then good for them, you know, and, and, yeah. you know, and like, I, I mean, you know, just when you think Ohio State and Ryan Day was trying to pull ahead as being like the program nobody likes besides Michigan fans. Right. Um, Harbaugh decides, you know, hold, you know, hold we, my can't beer. Be we have to be like really hated. We, you know, we can't we can't let Ryan Day take that one. And I mean, I think now the consensus is especially, you know, the start of the season outside of, you know, um, Brian Franzen, you know, the offensive. My family has absolutely enjoyed the whole you know, the offensive coordinator for Iowa is likely going to lose his job, which is uh, a friend's and son, uh, the coaches there, because he, he needed to average 25 points a game. Oh, wow. And he couldn't. He couldn't. Yeah. Iowa couldn't average 25 points. No. And he was given the credit of uh, special teams and defense scoring, not just the offense. So, mm -hmm. the, but, you know, go ahead, finish your thought. I've got an Iowa, Iowa trivia fact throw in here. And then um, as far as Purdue goes, obviously much different than what we were talking about last year at this time. Then again, we did back into the West. That's right. It's the West. <laughs> That's so okay. I did, I did have to say I, we, we did have this. And after Ohio State beat Penn State, and I will say this much, and maybe Michigan is the better team. I know I'm saying this in a bunch of Michigan fans here uh, in the Big Ten or maybe even going to a national championship, but – your resume right now until you, you start to get into the meat of your schedule, not, not us after us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that is the, I mean, that's the thing that, I mean, I'm, I'm honestly excited about the expansion in that it's going to get, it's going to eliminate that. You're, you mm -hmm. are going to have to prove that you're a big dog a lot earlier in the season yes. than what we do now. You know, like you said, Brian, you know, we, we got two games and they're games, uh, 
uh, 10 and 12. It's Penn State and Ohio State. And, you know, it's we don't know who Michigan or Ohio State is, for that matter, until, you know, November. So, and that's going to be. I, I, I did say the one interesting thing, because we were, I, in, at one point, my son, who's really into analytics, thought oh, Penn State was the better team uh, in the Big Ten versus Michigan and Ohio State, based on some of the things. But then Ohio State easily handled Penn State and even Indiana in the next weekend, you know, stayed with that them for a while. Me. Yeah. Well, Indiana that also played. Indiana played, you know, Ohio State fairly well. They have a mm-hmm. decent defense at when they're, you know, okay. <laughs> um, but then, generally speaking, you know, Michigan hasn't played anybody. But the the scenario that, okay, Ohio State beat Penn State. What if Penn State beats Michigan and then Michigan beats Ohio State? You have a three way tie with no tiebreaker. The tiebreaker turns out to be, and I feel bad for you all if this is if this were the scenario. It's based on your overall record against the West. <laughs> Oh, wow. West opponents. <laughs> That's how the tiebreaker is. So you better hope you are playing better teams in the West than um, some other teams. So, That's crazy. And, but you know, can, yeah, so, but you can only play who's on your schedule. I mean, that's, that's, right. that's exactly that, it. At yeah. least it's not the coin toss because then that's what happens. Right. Yeah. Wow. So, um, no, I mean, I don't know. How, I don't know. Honestly, don't know what to think about the whole Michigan thing. Obviously, there was those penalty to start off with were self-imposed. You know, Harbaugh didn't coach, which didn't really matter. No, yeah, you know, no. the whole the thing season. that was the the whole. And I've, I've talked about this one before, but I'll bring it up real quick. It was because two guys he had already recruited, who had already committed, were in town for uh, for a campus visit, mm-hmm. not planned. Went and saw went and saw the coach, and then went to lunch with them. And he may have paid for their cheeseburgers. <sighs> they had already committed, but it was just during a dead period. Yeah, and I that's listen, how big of a hurt on. No, I find that, and listen, I do find that kind of stuff stupid. It happened out in Idaho, some kicker or some um, exchange, like a a guy who was a kicker for Boise State was from Europe. There's a dead period, needed a place to live, and had to. I didn't hear about this. This was like this was like probably six years ago. I'll have to look it up and stuff like that. But it was like a two week period between, you know, when he could come back on campus for football, and then after summer classes or whatever. Yeah, and needed yeah. a place to stay in some booster or some alumni said, hey, you can stay, whatever, blah, 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 before he could get into his apartment or dorm or whatever. And, you know, the kid couldn't – was going to be deemed uneligible or something like that just because somebody was trying to help out some kid from another country who just couldn't couldn't get back home for two weeks. I just – deep That's my crazy. eye roll. Yeah. I, I, my eye roll at the NCAA. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. NCAA, definitely. And then, like, the NIL where, you know, Zach Eady had to get, like uh, – now that different things, he had to get a work visa so he could actually make more than what was capped for an NIL student or somebody making money. So now he can make the full amount as an American uh, student being from Canada. Yep. So, and we, we, we've run into that problem ourselves. So, yeah. So, Definitely. yeah. So, you know, I mean, good luck. It's going to be interesting. You know, when you finally get a test, I mean, the way Penn State's playing, you shouldn't handle them fairly well. Um, Ohio State's coming on <laughs> better than they have been, but you'll see. And then I will say I takes I found it hilarious after Brom came to Louisville and I'm in this area that, you know, after yes, it was a bad loss to Pitt, Louisville losing to Pitt, which I took slight glee in. Um <laughs> I um I was even the rare opportunity that I was actually cheering for Notre Dame. Um, but you know, then the whole what I expected, the whole fan base just completely turned on him after 
um, that game briefly, calling him a bum, how horrible it was. Just that, that's the that's the fan base in Louisville. Sure. So to your Louisville people down there, you guys, I get it, but I've listened to your radio and it's just sad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's sad. I, I do want to go back, and I know Brian. Uh, no, Brandon, you're a, you're a gambling numbers guy, right? Yes. Lowest over under ever this weekend, Iowa Northwestern, 29 and a half. Wow. Iowa, where are they playing? I if it's at Northwestern, Iowa. I'd take the under. And Northwestern beat Maryland. So they did. Yeah. Hold on, now, let's see. Now that's my second team. My son, now he and you're gonna probably I'll probably get kicked off this phone call forever. <laughs> <laughs> but generally speaking, like my um my tw- the twins who are big into college football, they say that Ohio State's generally their second favorite team. For me, it's where my dad went to school, which is Northwestern. So that's yeah. I don't pick them very well. Um <laughs> Purdue and Northwestern, real big powerhouses right. there. Yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it is home. Well, it's home. Uh, Iowa. It's it's at Iowa. Man, okay. that is that's going to be an interesting Punt- one. <laughs> Punting is winning, right? Well, that's the thing. You, I mean, that's one where I probably stay away from spreads and over unders, and I'm looking special teams prop bets and shit like that because you know something Total crazy like yardage. that, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> that'd be crazy. Um. All right. Well, let's uh, not bore the listeners that are still here with any more Big Thank Ten you. college football. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, let's transition. And we were we 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 started to get on a tangent before we hit record. And I said, "Hey, let's let's save this. This is a good topic uh, since we have the two finest meteorologists in NASCAR history on." We were talking about uh, what. Uh, the the number of impacted race weekends, what constitutes, um, you know, a a weather impacted race weekend, and you know it's it, it's all subjective. It's all based on well, you know, for me, if if I'm at the track and rain impacts qualifying or practice, well, then yeah, it impacted it. If I'm sitting at home and I'm not watching that, then race goes off with as normal. Uh, you know, I don't consider that impactful or if, you know, we're talking, you know, a 30 minute red flag because we lost the track or, you know, you know, whatever the case may be. So, uh, Aaron, I know you got a, some stats, perhaps, to, uh, of the, to roll of the off. least surprising statement of the day. I have a list. You have a list. <laughs> I have a list. <laughs> and this was actually put together by Jonathan Field uh, midseason. I've kind of added to it. Okay, we have had 20, and this is where Brian and I are going to disagree, but I want to throw it out here. We have had 20, well, actually, it's um, yeah, 20 weekends impacted by weather during the season. Now, in, in, in some say, capacity, okay, right? In some capacity. Yeah. But we can go through and say, okay, it rained during the truck race at Daytona. Did they run the whole race? Yes. Okay. I want to throw out. I want to put in rain and snow at Fontana for as much fun as that was. <laughs> no, that was truly. I mean, that was truly impacted. I mean, there yeah. was some. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm saying. Yeah. So this one I have. Well, one I have marked. Snow and Martinsville, right? So. Yeah. yeah. That was a that was a weekend. That was. But here's one I have. Here's one what I have, and it wasn't until I went to Martinsville and I'm like driving through there, both on the roads to get there and then onto the where you park. 
and I realized, yeah, this would have been a really big deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so Fontana, rain and snow. Martinsville, a truck race was shortened because of rain. Dover, cup race washed out to Monday. Uh, Charlotte, uh, May, uh, both the cup and extended race were run on Monday. Mm-hmm. I'll say Chicago was pretty much impacted by rain. Yeah, it was okay. impacted they, they by ran, rain. They ran all the laps, but <laughs> no, they didn't. They called it short. No, they called it short because yeah. the they called it short. Yeah, dark they made a mid-race uh, call there to shorten it by twenty laps changes. or something like that. Yeah. Okay. No, no, I will. I will even say that one. I mean, a lot of things on that one. That was just like, <laughs> yes, yeah. that that. I mean, the flooding itself was making headlines, okay? Right. That's, all right. <laughs> okay, so Atlanta Cup race was short. Atlanta 2 Cup race was short, and that was July. Uh, track, uh, trucks ran on wet tires in Ohio, not an issue. New Hampshire uh, Cup washed out till Monday. Michigan Cup rain delayed. It would run on Monday. Uh, Indianapolis road course, um, Xfinity rain during qualifying, lightning and rain during the race. Um, but, and then Bristol, not dirt, a rain race started early because of rain threat, but after, but around that we had four weeks of good weather between Indy and Bristol and seven weeks and forecasted eight weeks of nice weather between Bristol and the end of the season. You know, so I, I think from a, a, a NASCAR fan perspective, uh, you know, we're all, we're we, we have short memories, uh, I would say, in general. And, you know, like we had uh, talked about before the we, we started here, you know, the playoffs have gone off without a hitch, which is which is a crucial factor, I think, in determining, you know, overall, like if, if you know, if you, Jeff Gluck does his was this a good race poll, if he were to do a end of season, did rain impact the racing too much this season, so to speak, you know, uh, yes or no, and just made it very brief like that, you know, if, if you look back the last 10 weeks of the season, you know, and you don't remember anything, you're probably going to say no. Uh, overall, I think we, we, we lucked out pretty well, um, you know, I think from a a broad scope, you're looking at it mainly from a did the cup race have to get changed from a date perspective? And in that regard, we didn't have too many. You know, I, I think is is long. Yeah, four. I mean that that's not horrible. I I think you know. So overall. And, 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 I would, to be say clear, it's above, I, do, I would say it's above average. No, I mean, I would, I'm sorry. I would say, I mean, I would say, you know, rain shortened ones. Yeah. Um, I think we've had, I mean, it feels like it feels like, and I'm not, I don't have a list. Okay. So I'm just there. <laughs> that's something also not surprising. Um, I don't have a list. And, um, but you like too. Well, fan, you too. That's what Brandon is like. Show prep, right? Show prep. Why, why would I, I, I was not given, maybe you were told what the tops were going to be. No, no, I just, can you I be on the phone call? Here. So, um, I had to look up what this blog, this this uh, podcast was. So I mean, that's where I was at. So uh, <laughs> who is this guy asking me to call in? <laughs> you know. So uh, no, uh, I mean maybe I feel like I feel like compared to like the last five, maybe six years, this seems low. Um, but that's just my take. Uh, given some of the seasons we've had, especially on with big big races as well. Um, now I'm looking at the drought monitor. It's not surprising. Uh, it's not surprising across the South that uh, we've, you know, benefited fairly well in the last part of the season because yeah. I don't know, a good chunk of the South and Texas and into the Carolinas and up through the Ohio Valley is under a fairly drought situation. So sure. yeah, that would help. Yeah. Um, 
Um, and to be clear, like I, I just to reiterate, because a disagreement overall, I don't disagree when because generally thinking when you buy a ticket for an event, while yes, you can get practice and qualifying and some of those tickets and stuff like that. Generally, you're buying a ticket for a race. And if the fan has bought a ticket for a race, um, that's the main event that uh, most people are are going to be or tuning in for. And so to me, that is where if it's a a race, be it the truck, Xfinity, uh, you know, cup, um, my take there is, yeah, if it's rain shortened or impacted any way, then, yes, I'm all saying that weather had an impact. Not that – but practice and qualifying while in the end does impact the overall racing because they couldn't do certain things. Um, at the end of the day, um, I still much rather see one of those sacrifice to the weather gods than the actual main event. Absolutely. Agreed. Agreed. 100%. Yeah, I just – I just, yeah, but what, yeah, from our perspective and from our responsibilities, and this is to Brian and I, you know, we, what we used to do more of, and it's really kind of, we've both kind of eased off a little bit is monitoring Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah. And we'll watch, we'll watch race times, but yeah. And also since pandemic, it's really, we haven't had a lot of practice. Sometimes we we're just getting back. What should I say? Twenty-two to having qualifying, and we always have the benchmark of Texas in the fall of twenty twenty. Yeah, <laughs> when we didn't finish the race until Thursday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, let's see here. Uh, Halloween coming up. Uh, Brian, will we will we see some form of the Ghostbuster uh, incredible props that you have? Sure, uh, I've, busted uh... out. I was no, going to actually I've, say you I've have done, to drop the music I've, in there. Ooh, I've done I something. Do I actually have that idea. I can play music with my pack. We're talking about. Um, I've got at least two. I've got at least two Bluetooth speakers attached to my pack. What are you talking about? Oh, um, I love man. that. No, I'm in, in the show. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Oh, Ghostbusters show. is playing I mean, right I, now. I'm, you I'm can't actually, tell, but it I'm is. I'm honestly preparing to dress to. I'm honestly preparing to dress up for work tomorrow. Awesome. All right. Just just put awesome. it that way. You know, here we go. You know, here we go. Are you sure you're not going to be told you're not professional enough? <laughs> well, that could happen, but I think that's already been established. No, that's fantastic. No, I listen. Um, Brian has shared a, a picture and some videos of the Proton Pack that's been customized. I mean, this thing is. I, I mean, seven-year-old Brandon, like you know, lost his shit when he saw this and was <laughs> and was very, very jealous of it. And I got very excited, you know. And it, it's funny, like I've got my my diecast collection. I've got my WWE little championship belt thing going, you know. Brian, I fully appreciate the commitment to the ghostbusters that you have like it's a well it's a thing i love it it has it and it has been wonderful because it's not just necessarily me my one of my sons is doing it with me that's awesome we actually had an event this past uh weekend uh in indianapolis which because i'm gonna be honest we are part of yes i'm part of a franchise if you know the line from the movie where bakeman goes the franchise rights alone will make us break <laughs> on our wildest dreams um there is a group called the Circle City Ghostbusters, and I am Zach and I are both a member of that. They had a big event this past weekend. That's so cool. So I've been actually quite busy every weekend. So uh, hey. yes, and actually because the fact that I realized at almost forty six, less than a month, I turned forty six. I know, Aaron, I'm young. Um, you both are. Come some, on. Someone's right. got to go chase Gozar. I mean, it might as well be you. So, Dad. so uh, yeah. So, um, because of walking around with this pack that I had customized, the Hasbro pack, and, and then customizing it, 
it's freaking heavy. <laughs> and uh, the next morning, I'm like, oh, dear God, uh, my back hurts. I, like, I, I joked with my son once because I dropped something and I had to go pick it up with the pack on. And I looked at him like, you could have like helped me pick those up because there's going to be a moment when I do that and I'm not getting back up, okay? That's funny. So um, so I did buy, um, for those of you still are out there, maybe on November 1st, uh, uh, Brandon, if you want, even Aaron too, uh, November 1st, uh, Spirit Halloween, Spirit has a life-size scale replica, makes sounds and everything. Of you? So I bought, I yes, I bought one of those, slightly cheaper than what I paid for mine. Oh wow! Um, and nice. I'm gonna have a li- I'm going to have a lighter version to carry nice. around at events. Nice. Uh, where I'm gonna have to wear it a lot longer so that uh, I'm not hurting so much. Fair enough. I love it. But yes, uh, I have the. I have, I'm yes. So I'm gonna walk around the neighborhood. Nobody comes to my house because we're in a we're like an inlet cul-de-sac, and everybody wants to loop around the neighborhood. Okay. So I'm just going to like walk around and just, you know, show off the goods. Fair enough. Good deal. <laughs> I love it. Um, you right. got to rephrase that? Yeah, you with no, the, no, no, no. We're leaving I'm it. I'm talking about the punk as is, package. As is. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, it's not just me. He was giggling too. I was. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, let's circle Michigan back fans. to, uh, <laughs> let's circle back to NASCAR <laughs> and uh, let's, let's do uh, some forecasting. I'm sure it'll be pretty easy here, um, but we've got three races to, to call it. Um, Let's see here. Who wants to do uh, the truck race on Friday? I'll let Mr. Aaron go. He's probably more versed, but uh, I, I bet. I mean, if he, he gives Friday, he can just control C and control V the way rest of the weekend. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> do, you want me, do you want me to just go? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do Friday. Sunny. I'll take sunny. Oh, sunny. 85 over 64 and that means clear skies for the truck race at night. Beautiful. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Brian, how's Saturday looking? Maybe a couple degrees warmer, still sunny. Fitzy <laughs> <laughs> lows in the 50s, but yeah, if, you know, different things going on in the evenings and stuff like that. But then again, three hours, I mean, 70s probably. Uh, so uh, it's warm, but not hot. Uh, it's Phoenix. Uh, it's good. Excellent. Yeah, I've been out there for worse Phoenix races. Sunny 87 um, for uh, Sunday. Beautiful. You know, NASCAR takes some heat about some of their selections of putting like Atlanta in March and Daytona in uh, July when it was there. And even it's, you know, so, you know, they, they got it right with moving it out to Phoenix, I would say. So, I mean, just just having a race in Florida, you put yourself at risk right? no matter what it is. No kidding. Yeah. No kidding. Um, I, don't I don't think there's ever been like no matter what date they put it on, you know, I mean. Aaron and I will probably in the next week or so be asked what Daytona is at least 10 times right after the uh, championship race. Ch- chance, of, chance of showers and thunderstorms. Right. Yeah. Yep. yep. You, you cannot go wrong. No, no. Well, guys, listen, thank you uh, so much for, for calling in for this. This was fun. Uh, thank you as always for the support. I know we, uh, Probably didn't get to do as much as uh, at least I know I would have liked to have done with uh, a rotation this year. I know we tried the Twitter spaces thing, which I still stand would work and would be good. Uh, Just time and all of that just got away from me there. Um, but, uh, who knows? I've got a little extra time on my hands now. We'll, uh, we're going to try to get creative with something to, uh, refresh things and all that good stuff. So thank you as always. And, uh, look forward to talking with you both very soon.
This is Thank why you. NASCAR gives you the off season. Uh, been a pleasure. It's been a, yes. Been an abbreviated but good season. Uh, enjoy both you guys and appreciate both your friendships. Thanks, brother. All right, guys. Likewise. Thank you, sir. All right. We will talk to you soon. Peace out. See ya. Oh, Lab Traffic Nation. Uh, great time with Brian and Aaron, as always. Okay. Uh, man, what a great show. This has been a lot of fun, something different. Uh, but it is that time. It is time to close this thing out with some Lap Traffic Fantasy. All right, Lap Traffic Fantasy. Time to close this thing out. Just a reminder to those of us that are left, get your picks in by 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on Thursday. Oh, I can't not believe another lapped traffic fantasy season is coming to an end season seven uh joining me on the line uh the first is no stranger to the final four he's no stranger to the champ he actually could be the first repeat winner it's joe hewson what's up brother how are you doing great how's it going brandon oh not too bad man thanks for uh coming on thanks for the continued support and patronage of elect traffic fantasy and uh the other is a first time player first time and he's made it to the championship four it is andrew you what's up andrew well i think we had andrew but then we lost him we'll see if he can hop back on here uh, Joe, what'd you think of the league so far this year? I mean, obviously pretty good. You made it to the championship four, but uh, you know what? Any anything you'd like to see change next year? Because I definitely have one thing in mind that I'm probably going to change. Okay. Um, uh, no, I mean I feel like it's been great as as always. I, I started off really slow this year and kind of thought I was going to fall behind and, and be out of it, but made a strong run with the second stage and then made up a lot of ground in the playoffs with some uh i don't know good luck or maybe maybe a little <laughs> bit of skill and research we'll just put it mostly to luck but uh i'll say this I, I really appreciate you you know running running things and and updating things being very you know consistent with sending the email reminders out and all that and i know uh you got a lot on your plate right now and still still recording shows when you can and uh and and you know putting it on i really appreciate it well thank you man i i appreciate the kind words there and uh yeah it's it's gotten a little chaotic but yeah no definitely try to uh stay as as uh much on top of the fantasy as possible and the thing is you know the start of the year it it becomes a you know it'll take me 90 minutes to two hours to log all the picks because everyone's playing everyone's in and as people just slowly start to think, oh, I'm out of it, I'm out of it, and then they stop playing. So by the middle of segment two, uh, at that point, it becomes an attrition battle to where, you know, as long as you're sending in points and or picks and getting points, you know, it's it's not that it, – you it can be doable. You can make up ground uh, as people start falling off or, or, or things like that. And, you know, the playoff expansion this year I think worked really well. I think that created a little more excitement and kept some extra involvement, which was good. And the one thing I'll tell you that I think I am going to change next year are the two picks – uh, per driver in Xfinity and truck. I think I think we're going to drop it down to one to match uh, the Cup Series, if you will. And, I, th I mean, I think that's the last big swing change, and I think we'll have finessed this thing pretty well. Yeah, I like that idea. I mean, I think, uh, man, the, the, the having the truck and Xfinity as a part of the, this league, I think, is one of the things that really makes it, uh, 
different than other than a lot you know other other formats out there and and uh it makes it interesting watching those races too. give you somebody to pull for when you don't necessarily have a, a driver you're uh, uh, gung ho about. I mean, may, may, maybe many of your listeners do, but yeah. uh, I myself don't. So having that is really neat. And, uh, and I guess, yeah, if we can, if we, if we can do one pick per driver and, and include it, I feel like this year we ended up all picking John Hunter just about every week. So we might have to make some special exceptions for some additional new faces to, yeah, both those series, but um, we'll see where, where everybody ends up. I'm with you. That was, you know, every year there's kind of been like the, you know, one year it was the Larson rule, and this year it was definitely the John Hunter Nemechek. Uh, that's that's for sure. Uh, Andrew, have are you back? Can you hear us? Andrew, going once, twice. Oh, I got to admit him. <laughs> that would help. All right, we'll give uh, we'll give the mic a second to join there, but no, I'm I'm with you. I'm excited. I, I started looking at trophies for uh, for everybody this uh, for for the winners, and and I've got a couple cool ideas there. So we'll we'll see how that all shapes up. Andrew, can you hear us? Yes, sorry about that. No, I can no problem, man. Welcome, welcome. We were just talking how uh, Joe is a. Uh, has been a longtime player, and he actually won the league back in 2020. He's uh, trying to be the first repeat uh, champ in lap traffic history. And you, man, this is your first year, and you've uh, you kicked ass uh, basically the entire season, and uh, have appropriately found yourself in the final four. I've had some ups and downs, was almost out of the playoffs, but uh, here here we are. And in case anybody's wondering, oh, of course he'd make it to the championship of his own league. Uh, Joe can attest that I have sucked many a years in my own fantasy league and have been sending picks to everybody so everybody knows that I've been making my picks ahead of time just like everybody else. So uh, here we are. I'm excited. Even if I don't win, I'm making my I'm getting myself my own trophies. So there's that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, Andrew, what would you think of the league and, uh, you know, your first year in? Oh, yeah, I thought it was a great idea. It was great fun. I mean, you know, it's pretty simple to join anyways. I mean, you, all you, and to play as well, you know, all you had to do was just pick three drivers from each of the series. I mean, yeah, you had a little, you know, restrictions, but, yeah, it was a pretty fun league overall. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, it's so simple. Just pick three drivers, and, you know, I'll send you a trophy at the end of the year. It's, 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 it's no-brainer. <laughs> yeah. No-brainer. Um, let's see. This past week, uh, I had Martin Truex Jr., who made me very nervous. Uh, you know, he was rolling around back there 20th, 25th all race. Uh, you know, lopped out a 13th place or 12th place. I'll take that. And John Hunter Nemechek uh, got me 60 points. Uh, Joe, you had a week high with 86 with Blaney and John Hunter there. Nice job. And Andrew, you had Denny Hamlin and John Hunter for 80. So, uh Nice job, guys, to uh, find yourselves into the final four spot. So what do you say? You guys ready to make some picks? Yeah, might as well. All righty. It is the finale. We are headed out west one last time for one more race to close out the 2023 NASCAR season. Crown some champs, which means it's also time to crown a lap traffic fantasy champ. On the truck side, we'll see Corey Heim, Grant Infinger, Ben Rhodes, and Carson Hosevar going for the championship. In the Xfinity Series, we'll see Justin Allgaier, John Hunter Nemechek, Sam Mayer, and Cole Custer. And the big dance Sunday afternoon, William Byron, Ryan Blaney, Christopher Bell, the B-Train, Triple B, and Kyle Larson competing for it. All four of those guys, very solid at Phoenix. 
mind you. Who brings home the hardware? Who walks away with our 2023 Lap Traffic Fantasy Championship? We will find out this weekend. But first, it's time for our picks. All right, Joe, we'll start with you for the Truck Series. Who are you going with in the trucks? All right. Uh, definitely definitely pulling for our uh, uh, our friend of the show, Grant Enfinger. But I think, uh, I think I got to go with Corey Heim. Fair enough. I, uh, Grant and Finger is definitely, uh, you know, the homer pick that I'm not going to be upset about if he's taking home the championship. I am. I'm with you there, Andrew. Who are you going with in the truck series? Well, in the truck series, um, yeah. Since we don't count stage points for the champ four, I might go a little bit different there and be a little risky. And um, yeah, I'm going to take. I think I still have one pick on this guy left, who's got a really good average finish here, and I'm going to take. The 38 truck of Zane Smith, who also won the race last year too. That is that is solid, sir. I don't I don't hate the uh, the thought process there. Uh, I am going to go with the 42 of Carson Hosevar. Um, okay, Xfinity Series. I'll kick things off with it, and I am going to go with the guy that's gotten me there, the guy that pretty much only got me all my bonus points all year, and I am going to homer it with John Hunter Nemechek. Uh, Joe, who are you going with Xfinity? Yeah, uh, John, John Hunter, definitely the, the classic pick for this season. Uh, and Andrew, your strategy, your, your strategy, as uh, uh, Walter probably would say, um, sounds <laughs> good for the trucks there. Uh, I'm going to pick Justin Allgaier, though. I think this is finally his year. I'm, I'm, uh, I really enjoy him. You know, he's got a good character and good and every time he wins a race. It's a lot of fun to, to see his celebration. So hopefully he can bring it home this time. I'll go with Allgaier. I like that pick. Andrew, who do you got for the Xfinity Series, my man? Yeah, so I guess I'm going to also think outside the box again for my Xfinity pick, and I'm going to go with a guy who was a little bit upset with uh, your pick, Brandon, um, or, <laughs> you know, upset with you last week, and that was uh, Sammy Smith. You know, he was kind of upset after the race, you know, John Hernemichick kind of denying him a chance for the champ four, but yeah. I think he can... Uh, I think he can race pretty well and, uh, yeah, kind of repeat his success uh, in the spring week uh, he had. And I guess um, since I'm picking, um, or, you know, just for the champ for why not, I'll take, um, I'll go with, uh, I'll go with um, Joe and pick John, uh, Justin Allgaier. I like that. Yeah, no, it's, Allgaier would definitely be that feel-good story win, uh, you know, I think out of, to come out of the Xfinity Series, you know, long-time vet junior motorsport you know all you know it checks all the boxes for a a feel-good story uh with with the seven car that's that's for sure and all right sunday afternoon who do you guys have uh andrew we'll start with you for the cup series yeah so i guess um i'm gonna go with the guy who is uh yeah he's i would say he's the king of phoenix even though he hasn't won a lot at the track it is going to be a guy that's pretty much gotten top 10 i think yeah t he's got 20 straight top 10s and nine wins here so that even though he hasn't had one since uh, you know kind of a few years but that guy in his final race of his cup series uh, career and i'm gonna go with the uh, king of phoenix kevin harvick i love that pick sir i contemplated that myself just for shits and giggles so uh i'm glad someone's rolling with the four uh joe who do you got for the cup series man i would have thought that would have been you brandon picking picking uh, harvick <laughs> no. there. all right that, that is a good pick for you um but i uh i i managed to save my uh 
my uh, uh, shared hometown kid of William Byron going for the 24. Nice, nice. I like that. And I am gonna go with a with with, with the five of Kyle Larson. I still have him available. I, I was going to go Kevin Harvick, but I'm like, I because I thought I had used all of the champ four drivers already, but I saw I still had the five left. So I said, what the hell? Let's roll with it. And if Kevin Harvick brings it home, I am not going to be upset about that. So that's that's for sure. Uh, well, listen, guys, thank you so much for taking some time out to uh, to record this. I, I hope you guys enjoy the racing all weekend. Thank you so much for playing. Uh, be on the lookout for some emails post uh, next week to get some addresses for uh, prizes and all of that good stuff that I will get sent out here. So best of luck. Enjoy the racing. Thanks so much, guys. We will uh, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Brandon. All right, Lap Traffic Nation, that is going to do it for episode 324 of the Lap Traffic Podcast. A 90-minute show. Didn't do too many of those this year. This one was a lot of fun. Make sure you check out the website, thelaptrafficpodcast.com, Facebook, TikTok, Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, all at Lap Traffic PC. Huge thank you to Andrew Sherwin. Brian Newdorf, Aaron Studwell, Joe Hewson, and Andrew Yu for calling into the show this week. I will definitely be back next week, hopefully with the legendary Jeff Striegel. Don't get caught chasing the lucky dog. Tune in each and every week to the Lap Traffic Podcast. See ya!